Welcome to the LetterTech Lab. LiDAR launches with LetterTech. As we get set for a new year, I can't think of a better way to kick things off than with CES 2020. The Consumer Technology Association Conference in Las Vegas is happening January 7th through the 10th. There's so much going on there this year, especially in terms of autonomous transportation, self-driving technology. Uh, It's going to be truly fantastic. So here today chatting with me is Daniel Aitken, Vice President of Global Marketing and Communications for Letar Tech based in Quebec City, Canada. Now, if you've never been to Quebec City before, I highly recommend it. I get up there at least once a year with my family and I'm telling you, it's an amazing city. Daniel is here to talk about some of the cool things Letar Tech has planned for this upcoming CES. Welcome to the podcast, Daniel. Thank you, James. I appreciate being on. It's uh, it's wonderful to be with you this afternoon. Now, Daniel, LetterTech's been attending CES for a few years now, right? That's right. Yeah, we've been exhibiting uh, at CES for uh, about five years, I believe. Um, and, uh, you know, the company has been in existence for about 10 years in, in working in LiDAR technology. And it's been a very good venue for us, especially to get international exposure on our products. Now, what are some of the things LetterTech's done for past CES shows? And what do you have on tap for this year that you're excited about? You know, it, what's really exciting this year, James, is that what we've done in the past, the last two years, actually, we had very large pavilion uh, at CES, which was a very generalized kind of uh, introduction to our products, as well as the companies who make up our ecosystem, which was a great way for people to get to know uh, who LetterTech was. What we've uh, really focused on this year is getting much closer to the customer. So in the past, we actually, of course, we were able to show our LiDAR technology, uh, be able to explain what LiDAR does and how it works in uh, for autonomous vehicles and for passenger cars. This year, though, what we're doing is we're partnering with several different organizations where we're going to be directly on their booth, which will now allow people to be much more accessible to our technology and be able to see it in some real life situations, for example, in an automobile. Uh, So we're very excited about this time of, of really being able to kind of blanket all of CES instead of just one area. Oh, that's great. Now, you know, as part of that, you have this cool new product, right? The LiDAR Pixel Cocoon LiDAR. Right. I was hoping you could maybe talk a little bit about that product. Uh, yeah, the LiDAR Pixel, we actually released in September and it's uh, it's been an amazing product for LiDARTech. We, we did our official release in Ottawa, Canada, and then directly on to Brussels. And we continue to basically launch it all through Europe, uh, the Americas and Asia. And it has garnered a massive amount of interest. The product itself, what it does is it provides up to 360 degree coverage of an autonomous vehicle. So this allows now to eliminate blind spots virtually within uh, the uh, the surroundings of the vehicle, which obviously increases the safety uh, and enables uh, the vehicle to be able to run in situations that are not always geofenced, as they say. So not always 100% protected because this technology allows that, uh, that coverage to occur. So we're very excited by it. And... Uh, you know, to date, we actually have, I think it's over 50 customers who've already engaged with us on the product itself. So very excited about it. And what's been great is we've also won several awards for it. The latest being actually uh, a CES 2020 uh, honoree award for technology. So this is an award that they give out pre-CES to recognize products that will be shown there. So that's really exciting for us. Oh, that, that that's a great achievement. So you just mentioned 50 customers are now using the technology. Basically, what you're saying is it's out 
being used in the real world as we speak. It is indeed. And actually, you know, what uh, we, we have a customer called Coast Autonomous uh, that's based in California. They just finished up the uh, Southeastern Asian Games in the Philippines. And this is the first time an autonomous vehicle has ever been used for, for a major sporting event. And that's using our LEDAR Pixel. So that's really exciting for us because this has now got international uh, visibility. And also, uh, you know, we were able to, along with our customer, be able to bring an autonomous vehicle directly onto a site for the first time in history. Obviously, you're, you're seeing adoption already uh, by leading autonomous vehicle providers in both North America and Europe. But, you know, what's next? You know, where, where can this technology you know, get a strong foothold and take off? Or maybe where should this technology already be in place, but adoption has been slow? Yeah, that's a great question, James. I think what's what's important too to, to recognize with our company is that what we see ourselves are as is really a LiDAR technology company. So what we do is we create what's called a LiDAR platform. The LiDAR platform is a number of system on chips along with patented software that enables LiDAR. What we do is we create things like the LiDAR Pixel as an example to be able to show the power of that LiDAR engine. Uh, in its ability to uh, detect and cover specific areas and thus increasing the, the, uh, the value of LiDAR in systems. In our mind, what we're trying to do is we're trying to show how this, how this technology works so the customers then will want to partner with us to help them develop their own LiDAR system using our patented technology. I think that with autonomous shuttles, which I think are being adopted much quicker than we even imagined they would be, this is giving a a lot more credence to the thrust towards the drive towards autonomous vehicles uh, because people are seeing the success of it. And especially, you know, when we start to see how this, uh, you know, once uh, things like autonomous shuttles come into an urban environment, we're going to see how traffic will be reduced dramatically. Safety will be improved. Um, obviously, uh, since most of these vehicles are also uh, electric vehicles, the you know emissions and uh, and pollution to the air will be dramatically reduced as well. So, you know, we really look at it from our perspective at LetterTech that not only are we helping bring vehicles to the level of autonomy, but what we're also doing is we're helping increase the air quality for people and also help increase, you know, people's, uh, you know, quality of life by, by being able to introduce vehicles now that will uh, enable people to move much more quickly and freely within urban environments, especially. You mentioned at the beginning of our talk that you were partnering up with some people at the show. I'm assuming that we might see a demonstration at CES of the technology. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this year, what we're doing is um, we partnered with actually the government of Quebec um, and the government of Canada. So we'll be showing our letter pixel uh, at their demonstration area in the tech east uh, part of the Las Vegas Convention Center. We also have done something really cool this year in that we're working with a company called Karma Automotive, which you might be familiar with. Their vehicles are uh, you know, phenomenal uh, um, design vehicles that have worked with us to actually design in a proof of concept of putting the LEDAR Pixel technology in an automobile. This is also in alliance with the APMA, which is the Automotive Parts Manufacturers Association. Uh, and so they've really been helping head up this whole collaboration, which other companies such as BlackBerry QNX have been involved in. But it's a time that this is the first time actually that we'll have taken this technology and put it in an automobile using the LeDAR Pixel technology. So we'll have that at the booth. We'll be able to show uh, exactly what the vehicle sees as it drives, this, this car will have the pixel on the front, the back, and both sides, which then gives a full 360-degree field of view for the car itself, thus obviously increasing uh, security pretty dramatically to be able to identify what's there. 
Secondarily to that, which we're really excited about, is we're going to be showing a demonstration on pedestrian detection. So this will be able to actually show how a LIDAR, how the technology is able to classify what is a vehicle, what is a human being, you know, what is a garbage can as an example, in order to really be able to, when they, when the data is coming through to the driver or to the system itself, it obviously is able then to, again, be able to avoid any situations that could place a human being at any risk by having that kind of perception uh, pedestrian classification. So uh, this will be the first time we show it. So we'll be showing that at that at that booth as well. well. I think that's important because, you know, ultimately when you think about what are the barriers to autonomous transportation and it's probably the human concern that are they safe, right? If, you know, can they stop if somebody's suddenly crossing the road or, or runs across the street? Right. And, and of course, they know, well, I could stop because I'm driving the car. But uh, what about these vehicles that now are, you know, driving themselves? So I, I think those kind of demonstrations can go a long way to convincing people that this is a technology that's now here. It's arrived and is ready for use. You know, there's a number of things, different factors of the timeline of when autonomous vehicles, you know, fully autonomous vehicles, as an example, will will be, uh, you know, will be on the roads in a very general sense. But I think that one of the biggest things is is how quickly society is willing to adopt it. And I think that's why when we do our uh, projects with companies like May Mobility or Westfield in the UK or or Coast Autonomous, uh, a number of other companies, we're able to show how this technology does work and therefore help build the confidence of the general public so that they start to believe the benefits of it uh, and then start to see how this, you know, when this uh, technology is more readily integrated or more fully integrated into society, uh, what difference it's going to make in the quality of life of people. And, and, you know, first and foremost, we believe that this is going to have a tremendous impact on providing much more safer environment for, for people in, in every environment. Yeah, I actually think a smart way to go is really is focusing on public transportation because typically where public transportation is most valued are in cities with a lot of congestion and people want to get around and it just seems like a natural fit, right? Right. And, uh, you know, I know this sounds kind of crazy, but it, you really got me thinking about all the applications for this type of technology. But you, you're, you're up north a little bit for me, and uh, I, I think you can relate to this. I'm just thinking of my kids playing hockey. Let's get those Zambonis going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, and you know what's, what is what's interesting is that, you know, we look at this technology as going towards autonomous driving, but it has, uh, you know, some incredible uses in just regular vehicles that are, you know, still still operated by a human being. And and one of those is we use, uh, you know, the um, we talk about the cocoon LIDAR, the, the LIDAR pixel. What it's being used for, too, is called is blind spot detection. So for big rig trucks, when they're doing big turns, many times there's huge blind spots that they have. So having this type of uh, technology on the sides of the vehicle removes any of that blind spot. So when they're turning and there's someone on a bicycle or pedestrian walking across the street, they will now be able to see this immediately. So there's an application where it's not it's not for autonomy. It's just to increase safety. Same thing with school buses. We have a company that also has integrated some of our products in school buses to help increase the safety there. And again, they're not for autonomous vehicle. They realize that technology will lead to a much more safer uh, transportation system. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, again, this, this, this is such a great discussion because my, my head is, is spinning with like all of these ideas. But even in a busy warehouse, you have somebody that's on a forklift 
and they may still be driving it, but those kind of busy areas, the likelihood that could maybe hit an object that they can't see or mm-hmm. a person that suddenly cuts across, I mean, this kind of technology could really be a safety enhancement. Absolutely, James. And this is, you know, when technology is first thought of, of building something like a lot of it's always with the idea that it's going to lead to autonomous vehicles. But there is so many more applications, just like you're saying, you know, truly as endless as someone's imagination. And we've even had our, you know, we've had our products used now on uh, in construction sites. Uh, one company in particular, they actually use it to move uh, on a rail yard to basically move materials up and down a rail yard. Whereas before there was a lot of safety concerns. Because of course, there's, these are just open, you know, areas, and so this is able to run and actually does run as semi-autonomous uh, using uh, lidar products. So, you know, it it helps increase increase efficiency. In the most important terms, what it's done is make sites which typically have very high danger rates much more safe for people to work in. Absolutely. Okay, so now specifics on the show itself. What key events should people be aware of in terms of LiDAR tech and, you know, how do they find you at the show? I just want to make sure we get the booth information out there and any other specific key nuggets of information. Sure. That's great. Thank you. Actually, I'm going to be heading down on the 4th of January. On the 5th, we're doing, we're taking part in something called CES Unveiled. This is an opportunity provided by CES in many ways for the organizations and the companies that were award winners already. So this is a big media event that gives us opportunity to be able to show our product to uh, the media that we're going to be there from all around the world. Then on the 7th is when the show actually kicks off. We're going to be located in the, uh, I can probably, you know, it's the 35824 Tech East LVCC South Hall 3-4 upper level. So it's very hard for people to get all this written down. (laughs) But when you go on uh, our website, uh, we have a banner dedicated to each location we're going to be at. And that tells you exactly where to go. And then uh, if you also go on our our own just letter tech banner, um, you'll be able to go on there to see where we're going to be and also make appointments. And this is a big part for us is that we want to really use this as an opportunity, not only show our products and get closer to uh, our customers and so on, but we also want to make it so that it's very, very easy for our customers to engage with us during the event. So we've set up several meeting places throughout the uh, out the event, and then people can make appointments right online to see us. We're going to have our sales directors there from the uh, from Europe, Asia, the Americas, as well as our VP of sales, uh, who will be available for people to meet with. And also, we're going to have a technology lounge that's going to show everything that we do. So we do products in autonomous vehicles, but we also do products that are for um, what's called intelligent uh, transportation systems. So for crosswalks and uh, e-tolling that use LiDAR, uh, also LiDAR for drones. So we're going to have a technology suite set up for that by invitation, or you, you can people can request to come visit and see that. Um, we'll also be in the Tech East Westgate with APMA. Uh, showing our, our products there, uh, specifically in the Karma vehicle. Uh, and then we also have uh, other lounges and suites set up throughout the event for companies such as research analysts, the media, uh, and so on, who want to come meet with us individually. Oh, my goodness. This year's conference sounds like it's going to be a blast. Uh, you know what? I'm kind of looking forward to hearing how the show went. Maybe you can come back on the podcast and give me a rundown after the show is over. <laughs> Yeah, that would be terrific. We're, we're really excited about it this year, James. I'll tell you, we, you know, we've got a, a really uh, a great team of people. Our, we have our, you know, our leading experts in technology are coming down with us, or uh, all of our senior management will be there because we really, we're very, very proud of what LetterTech's accomplished in 10 years. Uh, and when we see just even just the amount of coverage we get around the world, 
even even just recognition, you know, in the last, I think it's four months, we've won six different awards. So as a company, we're, we're very, very, uh, we're grateful for the recognition we get from our customers. Uh, and we're very proud of, of what we've been able to achieve in order to, to earn that respect. So uh, this is going to be, I think, a tremendous year. We're very much looking forward to it. It's very busy, as I'm sure you can imagine. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting way to finish up the Christmas and New Year's break. It, it gets you started for the next year, I'll tell you. Yeah, I mean, you don't have a lot of time. Uh, Jan- January, uh, that's just around the corner. <laughs> you betcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, before we go, is there anything else you'd like to cover? I think the biggest message we want to send is that, you know, LetterTech has, as we've kind of mentioned before, there's lots of applications for this technology. So what we're, what we really want to get the message out to is that if you see a need to help uh, provide increased safety for your vehicles, if you see a need to provide in, in, Things like industrial areas that you want to have technology, it's going to help increase the safety of the of the people who are there. Then lidar is a, is a good opportunity and a good technology to look at. It's important for us that people not just relegate you know lidar to just autonomous vehicles, but also look at all the different applications that uh, will feed towards you know a much more safer and a much more healthy environment for all of us. Yeah, that, that that's one of the key takeaways for me is someone shouldn't just necessarily assume that this technology is for one purpose because it, it sounds like it has a lot of different purposes. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Listen, have a great conference. And I definitely want to thank you. Uh, my guest today, Daniel Aiken, Vice President of Global Marketing and Communications for Our Tech. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. James, thank you very much. It's been wonderful speaking with you and uh, wish you all the best in the holidays. Okay, so don't forget to mark your calendars for CES 2020 in Las Vegas this January 7th through the 10th. There's some events happening a couple days before that. For more information or to register for the conference, go to ces.tech and then, Daniel, give them the website for Let Our Tech. Absolutely. It's lettertech.com, L-E-D-D-A-R-T-E-C-H.com. You'll find right on the, some of the landing pages there, you're going to find some banners on there that allow you to see exactly where we are and also set up a meeting specifically either with our tech people, with our media folks, or uh, with uh, with our salespeople. So we're trying to make it as, as open and as easy to engage with us as possible. Wonderful. So listen, if you're going to the show make sure that you check this stuff out because it's going to be really cool and I definitely see the future here. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Transportation Podcast brought to you by MarketScale. If you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com industries. There you can subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from a variety of different industries. Make sure you leave a rating and a comment wherever you listen to your podcast content. I've been your host, James Kent. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful start to your 2020.